0: Good morning, good afternoon wherever you are this is Chris and um, well we 're up to the day we've talked about in the in the first podcast of the day we talked about uh, we rise to the level of our own incompetence and that is a really important thing to realize when it comes to setting goals um, and running businesses and having families that <laughs> the fact is we always want to stay competent but we can't and we rise to love to in relationship in business in career in financial management and then suddenly things get bigger and we and therefore we get threatened and we feel insecure we don't want to feel insecure and so quite often we'll try to gravitate back and uh into a place of security so that we feel Competent, and this competency, this desire for competency, is another word for love. And remember, we rise from God to to love to, love to. We feel competent. We, f- if we love something, we feel competent. When we rise above loving it, we become incompetent. We don't love it anymore. So we go. I'm in a relationship. I've risen to an absolute great place of love with my partner. Suddenly, I don't like them at the moment the question is going to be do I rise and learn how to love them or do I sink and go back to love them as they used to be in other words do I try to live in the past in order to live in the past I have to use substitutes alcohol food greed attachment to the kids deep diving into people's problems deep diving into my business to create a sense of personal value or sexuality which is asking to be validated by other people or last but not least the most common one around town is spirituality which is another word for isolate myself from people so that i'm right they're wrong so with all this going on i think it all leads to goal setting funny enough and goal setting is is as corrupt as any science in the western world because It's a perfect thing to do at work, but it may not be the smartest thing to do at home. You set goals for a relationship, it's basically saying it's not good enough as it is and I want to improve it, which in itself is negative. So with all this this said, we need to be really careful when we set goals. Uh, Firstly, It's a very, very healthy process at work. Uh, And therefore, uh, we need to do it for our sport life, our career, it's really healthy. It's not necessarily healthy to set tangible goals, but we do it, and the reason we do it is so that we make sure we link growth that we're experiencing at work, link it to all seven areas of life. Otherwise, it's like what we did the podcast the other day. It's like being horse, horse-drawn and quartered, which is having your, four, your two arms and your two legs tied to four horses and pulled in all different directions. And that will cause the battle within, which is the hilarious part about people who seek peace. They've got the biggest internal battle going on. And they can't have peace within themselves, let alone help other people find it. Environmentalists have the same thing going on. They have an enormous internal battle going on, but they would rather the world shift so that that internal battle didn't have to exist. So it's quite funny when you come to think about it. So. We set goals because we we obey the principle of nature, and that is that it's the one and the many. We have seven areas of life, that's the many, and we have one purpose. And we want each of the areas of life to thrive, and we want each of the areas of life not to be sabotaged. And so we make sure that we know what we want in each of the seven areas of life. But the big why, it's love. So we rise to love, too. And that's the ultimate objective of all human beings, whether they know it or not. And whether they define it as love or not, that's another topic. Whether it's validation, or satisfaction, or fulfillment, or uh, success, they're looking for love. And that's a funny definition of love, because love in the universe is support and challenge. So when you put support and challenge, and you put them, it's like taking two leads of a uh, battery from a car and tapping them together, and you get this massive spark. Support and challenge. So when you're getting support, you've got the left hand, the red lead, that's support, you've got the black lead in the other hand, and they are two useless things, they're just Power leads, but if you tap them together or put them across something, so if you put a battery lead on one side, the positive on one side of a job, support, and the negative, black lead, on the other side of the job, sport and challenge, the job sparks, love happens, and when you recognise both things happening at once, you get supported and challenged. Bang, the spark, and you get what, you get the why. You feel absolutely the word. I call it inspire, but call it what you will. You get a spark. It's when support and challenge happen so close to each other that you recognize them. So inspiration, love, the why for everything occurs at the border of support and challenge. Now, too much support goes one side. It's a perception, because there can't be support without challenge. You cannot have challenge without support. So it's perception of support and challenge. Now, in the last podcast, we talked about beliefs. And if you believe that life goes support, boom, challenge, boom to like boom, challenge, boom, you believe that challenge is bad and support is good. There's a belief system going on. That'll create uh, stories and be validated by the stories of your past. Look, I was challenged there, I was supported there, I was challenged there. And that myth will continue into your predictions of the future. I'll be supported, challenged, supported, challenged, etc. And therefore your entitlement will be to be boom, supported, boom, challenged, boom, supported, boom, challenged. Instead of support and challenge happening in all at one second, they both happen at the same time, there's a belief. And even if one is local and one is non-local. In other words, if you're being supported right here now, I'm standing on a beach about to go for a swim, it, will be, it feels like support, but I'm also challenged. But the challenge might be back at the house, might be in an email. I don't have to be supported and challenged locally. It can be non-local and local. The more you examine this principle, support and challenge, and the spark that comes between them. The more your beliefs will be challenged. The more your beliefs are challenged, the more the stories of the past get challenged. The more the stories of the past get challenged, the more your predictions get challenged. The more the predictions get challenged, the more entitlement grows. But until your beliefs get challenged, nothing changes. It's just goal setting for the sake of rhetoric. Your imagination is your entitlement. Uh And if you can imagine it, you can build it. But your entitlement is built on the pillars of the last three. Your beliefs, your expectations, your predictions lead to your entitlement. And until your beliefs change, your entitlement becomes a bit of a fantasy, doesn't it? This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.